On PMXS tonight, attacks on the media. What has partisan politics got to do with it? It's a very important question because it really boils down to the democracy that we currently celebrate. Because in the last few days, we've seen these attacks. And it appears that there is a political connotation to it. It has been inspired uh, by political activity and people having conversations that one political party believes uh, is injurious to its cause or you're covering a political event. And if you look at the story over the year, five reported cases since the beginning of the year alone, journalism isn't a crime. And no wonder, as you've been seeing, we're experiencing a drop in our press freedom ranking over the years. It's not a good story uh, for this country, a country that used to be celebrated as one of the beacons, a shining example of how press freedom uh, is entrenched in our democratic practice and dispensation. Three cases in a week alone. In the last one week, three cases. October 7th, we saw the UTV studio invasion by 16 MPP thugs. That's who they are. They are thugs. They've been prosecuted. There's a whole conversation around that tonight. Uh, and we'll hear from the, uh, the representatives of the Broadcasting Association. We'll hear from the GJA themselves, Primpak. They are not happy with the outcome of that particular trial, but that's indeed what happened. The Attorney General had looked into the matter. Prosecutions have happened. The judiciary had been very swift in, in, in handing down the sentences. But the GJA, Primpak, and Giba believe, listen, the, it, the, these, the sentences that have been handed down were simply not enough. And then you go to October 13, uh, Akosia Autry was also attacked, uh, this time at an NDC vetting of his aspirant for the Rudio in Southland, right? So you have a case of the two main political parties just days apart where we have 16 MPP tax invading a studio where there was a live show happening to harass people who were simply doing their jobs exercising your right to free speech, which is guaranteed under the Constitution. And then, a few days later, the NDC decides to also do what they can to get into the headlines for all the wrong reasons, because they also then assaulted the city FM, city TV journalists in, in South La, and that they had gone there to cover. And then, even when we are about to enjoy the football that we love, as you see here, the, the Ghanaian sports journalist was also then assaulted by security detail of the black stars in the U.S. Well, we're tracking that. We had to bring it in because maybe it has to do with a people who simply do not appreciate the value of press freedom and the value that I, the work that we do here, bringing information. Just imagine for a day that we switch off the television, no radio, no newspapers. We, we, we just turn off the, uh, our portals also online and social media. And, and guess how you will live? And whether you can go about your work without the information you require to make the decisions that you have to make in the day. And no wonder, if you look at the overall outlook in terms of the way we are performing on the ranking, the Press Freedom Index, it hasn't been a great story because the 66 that we've placed out of 180 countries is the lowest since we placed 66 in 2005. So the story isn't good. And the last one week is simply going to make this worse because the reporters without borders they will factor this into their report for next year that's what will happen this will be factored into the report next year and then we're going to be seeing 
a conversation around why press freedom. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. That's, I mean, so it begins at 9 a.m. for both days. So the first one is a panel discussion on building a sustainable climate here in Ghana. That's, I mean, that's... So after that one, we have uh, the opening ceremony... Um, this opening is led by the Honorable Katie Hammond, who is the, the trade, minister. trade minister. Yes. Okay. And then we also have um, the Amcham president. Amcham president is also there. We also have um, we also have the yes uh, Virginia Palmer, who is the ambassador. Yes, ambassador. Yes, ambassador. We also have uh, Marisa Lago. Marisa Lago is the under secretary for international trade. Uh, actually, Marisa Lago... For 2022, it seemed that we're not doing as poorly. Even then, there were concerns that we could do even better, right? So we come to 2014, we had 27 censorship, and that is a big, big problem. Because of, quote, government has shown itself to be intolerant of criticism. So that is one aspect of this, that the Press Freedom Index had captured, the, the political context has been at the heart of the problem that we're seeing. And they talk about a third of the country's media outlets and the problem that we have owned by politicians and by people with ties to leading political parties. And that tends to fuel the agreement and the violence and the toxicity that we see on our airways that then spills over into mistrust for the media. Therefore, then, we, once you, the public mistrust you, they don't value you. And so they take the law into their own hands and attack you. Uh, so this all part of a bigger picture, right, as the World Press Freedom has said. And then also they make the point that government chooses uh, the National Media Commission's members, and that is a process that has been criticized, that for an agency like that, that's almost like an adjudicator. They always sometimes, often when you take a case there, they stand in the middle and adjudicate. They are mediators in the process between those who send complaints there and journalists. So don't allow politicians to make the appointment. It's a reform that has proposed but has not really taken off the ground. And then you look at the safety contest also, as if they have seriously deteriorated by the period. And so constantly you see in their reports that the political element is there, have meanwhile continued to make death threats against investigative journalists. So this is happening. No wonder you all see facts then decide that if they, at the highest level, uh, the political elites themselves are complices somehow. Why won't the tax invade a UTV studio? Why won't the MPP folk, NDC folks in Odododio attack the city, FM City TV journalists? So this goes right to the top of the political leadership that we have, right? And then we come to the sanctions regime. When journalists are attacked, what happened? We've seen this case here when the, the thugs, MPP thugs who attacked the uh, colleagues in the UTV studio, and, and really people who are just running commentary, some of them, of course, journalists, some of them just in the studio expressing themselves, exercising their right to free speech. They were convicted, fined 2,400 each. Now, the Ghana uh, Journalist Association held a press conference today, 
The NMC also issued a statement today on this. Uh, and if you look at it, the NMC was very clear that this is a first, considering how speedy it was, considering that the AG himself uh, appointed by the president but got involved and quickly got the people uh, prosecuted and the police also investigated. So all around, the NMC was of the view that you should commend uh, the work that we've seen done by these agencies. But the GJA says, well, the NMC's position and the statement that they issued, the SIF, they were become a mouthpiece for the government, but the NMC was simply highlighting, as the NMC maintains in their statement, uh, this is a step that needs to be encouraged, that when attacks happen, so we'll talk to the uh, parties involved in this, talk to the GJA, talk to the uh, GEBA, in the Press Freedom Reports, are the base, at the heart of a lot of the attacks in the MPP. If you solve that problem, it appears from the reports, a large part of this issue with attacking the media will have been dealt with. Is that really the case? My guest after this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of Flamingo Paint as compared to other paint brands on the market. We take equal quantities of Flamingo Paint and this ordinary paint we then dilute them with water and now let the test begin the gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint as you can clearly see flamingo has the obvious better hiding furthermore flamingo has painted a much larger area you know one bucket of flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior. Can he tee up someone in red? And he goes to one! Oh! Oh! Do who is the good? Ghana Jollof or Nigerian Jollof? Ghana Jollof has no co-equal. The smell alone. Oh my God. Oh, that shift. You took a lie, eh? Now they save you when they use Google Lens and then they go put them for two. Hey! You are lying. Ghana Jollof. Ghana I know lives in Tama every year with a gift to you back back, 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 back. We are talking about PET. I want to hear the other face. I said be the goat, huh? My guy, him be the goat. <laughs> Our choice of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alumobitis always brings us together. Alumo experience greatness in every moment. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. Every moment. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. This advert is FDA approved. global impact of professionals in business. 
Program lineup for the celebration are as follows. Friday, 27th October, 2023. Ignite the night with a bonfire and fun game. Or Room 19 Central Administration. UPSA Scholarship with Professionalism. So true. Wow, it has a walking tortoise on it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of EcoBank. Download EcoBank Mobile from Google Play Store. All the store and discover the smart way to bank echo bank the pan-african bank about one-third of a million people live with hiv in ghana close to 10,000 of them die each year mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence in fact close to 57 percent of children under 14 years living with hiv 
do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger and Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. And thanks for staying with us. And PM Express is always brought to you by HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. And thanks for staying with us. And PM Express is always brought to you by Syntex Tanks. It is strong. It is tough. Alumobitas experience greatness in every moment in the Ghana AIDS Commission. And as you know, a Syntex Tank is one of a kind. And I recommend that to you strongly. It is the first to introduce this double-layer tank. And now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank is first to introduce the white inner layer tanks in Ghana. We now introduce to you the customer specs order. We let you order 
any color and size of preference. Syntex Tan gives you the longest warranty of service, which no other tan gives you in Ghana. So whatever your water consumption, size of product or demand, choose Syntex Tanks. We have eight or shop online at syntexgh.com. He's president of the Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association. Uh, also joining me is the uh, Kofi Yibwa. He's a general secretary. He's the NDC president of the Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association. Uh, also joining me is the uh, Kofi Yibwa. He's a general secretary. He's the NDC strategist, also chief executive of Eureka Energy Solutions and Emergency and Emerging um, Energy Consultancy Firm. I appreciate your time with us. Well, next to uh, the National Petroleum Authority, which says citizens without the Ghana card risk being excluded in the cylinder recirculation model program. According to the authority, this is to help in the traceability of the cylinders by exchange point dealers. Deputy Chief Executive Perry Okujeto explains that this is an investment bank. Mr. Kwame, let me start with you. Today you were part of the press conference that was called um, in, the, in the case of two cases in the last uh, week and then the case that I, I had to include. Within media for the NMC to... Uh, be a bit more of a facilitator in a lot of these things. So it was quite interesting to see them come up. But then after getting the prosecution, um, we see the figure. And we are Ghanaians, and uh, we do understand, uh, even though the, f- the, the fine of 2,400, and uh, of, of course they become convicts, uh, they would have to be of, bonded of good behavior. But um, what message does this send, and how does this protect um, or, or, or prevent future events of this nature. It's not deterrent this, enough. This is exactly what we were saying. Um, of course, um, the, the court uh, came out with a judgment based on the charges that were presented uh, by the prosecution, which was the police. And uh, this was our major, our major point of that. Uh, we thought, then from the number of things that happened, for example, in the UTV case, they actually, there was forcible entry, unlawful entry. Um, two people were assaulted. We then threw staff there. There were people who were threatened. Now, we did not see all these other activities that went on by the hooligans. We did not see that on the charge sheet. And these are chargeable offenses. And uh, we, we generally expect that, um, especially with the season that we are in, we're moving towards elections. And I think it is good for all of us, uh, both um, government, the police, and all Ghanaians, to make sure that we start putting things in order to avoid such occurrences. Uh, definitely our focus is on media, but we would want to see a situation where um, such issues of violence, in any case, is actually curtailed. Mm. So for us, it was not the greatest start that we wanted to see. Yeah, and you make a very important point because we are approaching a political season. Actually, that it started. If you don't nip it in the bud, then it escalates quite significantly. Yeah. And I want to circle back to that point, and I want to bring the GJA uh, General Secretary who joins us, Mr. Yibwa. Mr. Yibwa, the two cases that we're highlighting in the last one week, all of them have something to do with partisan politics. One, the invasion in the studio, and the second, the CTFM, CTTV reporter who was also assaulted at an NDC uh, vetting for do 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 all of them inspired by politics. That is a problem, isn't it? That is what we need to be tackling, and that's why we have the politicians on. We'll come to them pretty shortly. And I wonder tonight, what what is GJA's action point on dealing with this problem beyond the prosecution we've seen and you know rhetoric that this should be dealt with by the political parties? 
Uh, thank you, Evans, for having me. But um, before I respond to your question, let me quickly clarify something. Um, the the UTV case is not the first case that we have seen such speed um, in terms of um, arrest, prosecution, and determination of the case. Um, in the Dagbon radio case in May, um, everything had been done um, in, in about a week. Just around radio case in May, um, everything had been done um, in, in about a week. Just around. So they didn't feel their investments actually were safe with the government. Um, so some of them were even uh, terminated. Radio in Tamale, which happened in May, was the first time we had seen such speed. And on that occasion, the DJ had commended that when we, we enter into um, election 2024. Um, we have made it clear that we will support our members or the media fraternity with the requisite support. And um, if it is about legal support, we will do well to provide that. And um, apart from that, um, we've been engaging the political parties and we have had a meeting and at that meeting, we discussed um, the need for us to address some of these issues. Mm. Uh, we, were, we were looking forward to meet the leadership, of, but um, the meeting was called off uh, at the last minute. We are hoping that when the opportunity comes, I must admit, and uh, we, we, we need to be fair and fair. Following the, the incidents, if you look at how um, the leadership of both parties had, had, had gone to the two stations to apologize and, and, and indicate to them that this is not something the political parties as uh, institutions support. And I think that is quite encouraging. We would rather urge them to do more in terms of uh, educating their members or um, advising them to refrain from doing 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 certain things yeah i mean and, and stay with me it was also about the culture right the culture that encourages us in the first place and i want to bring in um the uh, politicians who are with us and mustafa bandi uh, i want to start with you the if you look at the world press freedom index and i've just been highlighting that the reasons they've given for where we are right now with the terrible ranking a lot of it has to do with the political environment. Yeah, there's a government bit, but it's the general political environment. As a politician, do you concede that this conversation is down to your actions as a politician, not NDC per se, but you're a politician? You, you concede that you are altogether complicit in this assault we are seeing on press freedom? Uh, thank you very much. Um, thank you to my co-panelists. I must say that Evans, you are looking handsome this evening. Uh, Thank you. To to start with, I think that I'm not surprised about the rating that have come out. One, uh, largely you can talk about the nature of government in power from the political angle. That a particular government in power determines how we deal with the media and all of that. What is more worrying 
started in 2016 till to date, where the government of the day have actually taken steps to undermine the independence of the media institutions in Ghana. In fact, we have situations where media houses are not allowed to talk about issues. If you are not on the side of government, you, you have your journalists attack and all of that. I also believe that part of the blame must come from the owners of private media. Particularly, uh, if you look at the case of UTV, such a big institution that you have problems or people are referred to as criminals, mm. be able to break into that building, go into the studio. For me, that means that the place is not secure enough. And if you have journalists who are doing such a sensitive job for the nation, the people of Ghana, and their working environment, uh, security as, is as porous as anything, then of course, it is not just about the behavior of political parties or politicians. You must also take the owners of these media institutions responsible. And it's a lesson that going forward, Evans, your outfit like this, uh, it should be very difficult for anyone to gain access to your studio. In other words, when a guest is in your studio, mm. that guest ought to be protected by the media outlet or outfit that invited him from any attack. If you fail to do that, then you have to take responsibilities. In the case of what happened recently, taking uh, Ododododio and the UTV case. In the case of happened recently, taking Ododododio and the UTV case. In the case of so even a hundred Ghana cities support government to to balance the books no. or to meet a liquidity challenge. No, absolutely no. And you are enforcing it to the letter. We are enforcing it to the letter. But it could come with some shocks again for the economy, where government needs some amount of money to balance its operations. We'll still stand our ground. We'll still stand our ground. And that is being done. That is being done. Let's turn now to the financial markets. Government treasury bill sale fell short of target marginally as interest rates continue to surge on the money market. Now, according to the auction result published by the Bank of Ghana, some section of party supporters feel that he had just deflected from the MPP and that he cannot qualify to be a parliamentary uh, uh, aspirant, aspiring contestant and orchestrated and sent Hulums into an independent media entity well, who attacked them. Well, since we have an issue, I must, I must strongly assert that both mm. cases are equally horrific and condemnable. So let's... Okay, I, I don't want this where politicians tend to then equalize. I'll come, I'll come to Richard. I'll come to Richard and interrogate him on that. But let me ask you, since I have you, the yeah. city, city issued a statement in which yes. they said that they were told that the incident was being investigated by yourself. You're promising to conduct that's, an investigation. That's and that they said they will appreciate that you do this swiftly and that you bring this to some finality. The yeah. city, city issued a statement in which yes. they said that they were told that the incident 
was being in, investigated by yourself. You're promising to conduct that's, an investigation. That's correct. And that they said they will appreciate that you do this swiftly and that you bring this to some finality. What's the update on that? What investigations have done? Have I identified the people? Are you working with the police to hand them over? So far, the functional executive committee of the party have met on Tuesday and took a decision to refer to the matter. Because if you look at the footage, you will see that the individuals were wearing some uh, particular Asparas T-shirts. That matter requires further investigation to make sure that you are punishing the right persons or you are making investigation. And so the matter has been referred to a special committee headed by the former Speaker of Parliament, retired Joe Adiaho, uh, and including other senior members of the party who are to investigate the matter. may lead to uh, in, in using your own internal procedures to sanction them. Clearly, NDC frowns on such conduct. Uh, we are allies of the media uh, in deepening our democracy, and that if in line of duty we had a journalist assaulted, it is for us to take full responsibility and to also uh, uh, activate processes that will ensure that our party members do not take uh, such relationship for granted and that it is wrong for a party member, irrespective of how provocative you become, to assault a journalist. That is not a culture of the NDC. That is not something the NDC promotes, unlike our, our brothers. I know Richard will come and, and defend it, but they are promoting criminals to go and attack journalists. We will not do that in the NDC. We are yet to get to the bottom of how a very fine gentleman, Ahmed Suale, was murdered. Uh, uh, we are yet to get into that issue. And we cannot have one government breaking the law. Clearly, Akufuado's government is promoting censorship in this country. And we must speak against it, Ivan. I want to stay. I wanna, I'll come to Richard, don't worry. I want to stay with the subject of the assault on the dojo. You said internal disciplinary proceedings will be triggered. Um, it has already, it, it has it has, already it has been, been triggered. triggered. It has been triggered. But is that enough? We've just been hearing of the UTB1, the GJ Giba, unhappy that the, uh, the penalty that was imposed isn't deterrent enough. Are you handing these the, the videos, identifying these individuals to the police so we can see prosecution? Well, we depending on whether or not these individuals are even members of the party is another matter. And so you would, first of all, want to examine the footages that uh, the evidence that we can gather from both the journalists and also... But, but I submit uh, to you that it doesn't really matter whether they are in NDC or not. There are people who have assaulted another person, handed over well, to the police, and let the police do their job. You, you, cannot, you cannot punish anybody under our laws if an accused cannot be identified. You may have to identify the person properly. Other than that, I will be punishing Evans for the offenses committed by, by my brother Richard Ahiaba, which is I, I wrong. I guess what I'm saying is that if you have yes. footage, that's yes. evidence. Give it to the police, and the police will now sift that evidence to decide which of the individuals seen in it is actually complicit of the alleged crime of assault. The only reason why we are not at the level of the police is that City FM, uh, a very respected media organization, understand and have come to the realization that uh, NDC condemns the act, number two. It was not 
an attack that was sanctioned by anybody in the party. It was some members or some individuals who have invaded the place, believed to be NDC members, wearing T-shirts, a particular aspirant's T-shirt, uh, in the process of attacking the party office, accidentally attack a journalist, and that we must put that matter in that context, in that uh, until the individuals are well identified, they cannot be punished. And so the party have taken responsibility. Mind you, it is a parliamentary aspirant's vetting. And so if we find out that the individuals are supporters of a particular candidate, that candidate will take responsibility of that misconduct. But in this case, there's no, compl- there's no complainant. CTFM have not reported to the police. Because no, they, they have. They, they have. They, they have. They have. They, in their statement, they were very emphatic that they filed the police with the South Lab police. To inv- yeah. And they are actually awaiting the police to be swift about the matter. So that, that, has, that has, has happened. The, the NDC will assist the police any day, any time, to get to the bottom of the matter. Because like I told you, we hold the media in high esteem. The NDC uh, has a relationship, a long-standing relationship with the media. The media is a very respectable institution as far as our democracy is concerned. And political parties should not be in the business of trying to gag, trying to attack, trying to prevent journalists from doing their work. That is not a culture of the NDC. Let me bring in Richard. Richard, so the UTV case is in question. You've heard the Giba. You've also heard GJA and and Primpak say that sentence that was handed down, that 2,400, it's not deterrent enough. But also, most importantly, those MPP thugs only felt emboldened to do it because there's a certain culture creeping into the party that encouraged it. Well, thank you, uh, Evans. I'm not too sure about the creeping culture in the party, but uh, I think that when the incident happened, you saw our response rather swift. We're not like uh, my good brother Mustafa, who is all over the place excusing for uh, an absolutely inexcusable act of his party members. But uh, let me just uh, um, recognize Mustafa and my other colleagues uh, and then in this part standing history with the media, if it's thinking about it in positive terms, they've had very checkered relationship with the media. Mm. One that if I were him, I wouldn't be proud of. Um, and it, it doesn't look as if they're changing, they are worsening by the day. But uh, on the matter of UTV, uh, you, if you follow the events, uh, at that midnight hour, I was there immediately upon hearing, we didn't place a call. Uh, we went there in person. We spoke off camera with the, uh, with the host and uh, the guests. I had a meeting with them and then uh, had the opportunity to apologize uh, live on, on TV to ascertain uh, for Ghanaians that really, truly, this is not something we're proud of. And so the, the approach uh, that we took is reflective of who we are and what we believe about the media. Um, so certainly I, I would take the approach not to look back, but to look forward in seeing how we can deal with the issue. Uh, 
there are challenges on both sides. The media has a responsibility, the political parties, and we, the stakeholders, in partnership with the media, we all have a responsibility. Everybody must hold their end of the line. To the extent that we, we try to give our democracy a chance to, you know, prosper in the, in the middle land. The, the issue, as far as I am concerned, is a product of uh, uh, people acting on their emotions, very high uh, passion on both sides, but particularly when our young men went there, that we actually had a meeting with them yesterday looking at what really motivated them uh, to ascertain for ourselves how can we address this issue going forward. It was an issue that arose out of their uh, exuberance and hurt Mm. that somehow a conversation is going on that is inimical to their party interest. And so they acted uh, on instinct, they acted on emotion and did not think about it. Yeah. So so obviously you've already established that these are uh, card-bearing members of your party. You've established that. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, from day one, we've, we've been very clear about their membership of the party. So there isn't any challenge on that front. Uh, the other issues that we've been careful to distill uh, is the idea that it was orchestrated and sanctioned. Uh, that is not the case. Um, I think we made that clear in our statement. They did that this spontaneously on their own accord and they have been reprimanded. And we as a party, and if you check all the court proceedings, I have not once been to the court or visit the police station because we left the process to the law enforcement to deal with them according to law. Now, Evans, on the specific question of whether the the, the judgment or the sanctions that before we even before we even get before we even get there. Now that you've established that they are card bearing members, so the legal process is done, convicted, and sanctioned, fines imposed internally. What is the MPP going to do to them? Evans, I can only tell you about what is done. Um, Until that is done, I can't tell you any more information. But what I can tell you with conversation leading in the party, and I told you just yesterday, the national chairman met them um, and interrogated them. uh, And I can tell you, uh, consistent with my job, is to uh, report what has happened. The chairman was visibly angry with them. Yeah, but that's and not that enough. Meeting I mean, lasted they, they have they, your constitution. I'm coming. I mean, just a second. Yeah. Your, your constitution is very clear that if you bring the party's name into disrepute, there's enough basis to, to be disciplined by the party. Sometimes even as far as being suspended. What's the party going to do to enforce that clause in your constitution? Evans, I don't contend the position of the Constitution. I was only letting you know what has happened already, which is the chairman's complete disapproval of what has happened. Now, the Constitution is also clear. Whose mandate is it to apply that discipline? It is in the domain of the disciplinary committee. Uh, I'm pretty sure the matter will be referred to them. I don't have indication of that just yet. That's why I told you that when it happens, I'll report. But as we sit now, what I have seen in terms of direct rebuke and disapproval is the chairman. 
Earlier before that, before even the sentence, uh, the court processes and all of that, the general secretary and myself met with them and the same reproach was exercised. So the process is, is evolving. Except that, except uh, that, Richard, it's been, more, it's been more than a week since this happened. Why haven't you done this already? Triggered internal processes to uh, sanction these individuals. Evans, well, you see, there are two things happening. They just had their legal processes terminated on Monday, mm-hmm. right? So we're not in a hurry uh, to to short circuit the process. But you must now be in a hurry. Right after the, the the judgment was handed down, well, I'm, you I'm saying that to deliver no, no, your own internal discipline. No, what I'm saying is that ours, ours, ours is a democratic process. I'm sure you have, you appreciate that. Uh, so the issue must be referred to the appropriate committee who then will sit on the matter, deliberate, engage the 16 individuals, uh, understand the, the circumstance under which they uh, acted to bring the party's name into disrepute. Consequent to that conversation, then they would have a decision made as to what punishment to apply or not. But my information to you is that that process has not started yet. In fact, I can tell you this, our general secretary is out of the country, perhaps arriving today or tomorrow, on an official assignment. Once he comes, it's within his domain to then trigger the processes, refer the case to the disciplinary committee, and they will sit on the matter to address. But my, one thing I can assure you, Evans, is that the commitment is there to ensure that this is an example that anybody in our party would want, would, would not want to copy. And so the appropriate sanctions will be brought, but the process must be allowed to unfold. Okay. Uh, Mr. Sumko-Mills, I, I need your comment on that. Are you satisfied with the way the political parties are handling these matters? Well, um, we've, we've seen some initiatives. But for us, um, as the media and uh, for our journalists, um, irrespective of whether it's a party, a political party, whether it's a security uh, institution or person, we don't want the media and the journalists touched when they are on the job. So, yes, it's good they can do the internal processes, but we must ensure that the protection that is guaranteed, the media and the journalists, by the Constitution, is upheld in any manner that we will want. So, whilst we frown on this because it's getting to political season, we still look out for any other infringements that would happen, and we'll take it as serious as possible. Mm. Uh, and I, I see that today all of you were united. Yes. Um, for some time now, um, a couple of um, years now, we've decided that we actually work better together than separately. Occasionally you will see the separate statements, but you would find that uh, in, the, in the last couple of months, we've been doing a lot of stuff together as Primpag, as Giba, as uh, GJA. GJ. What happens is that the journalists work in media houses, and in the media houses, you don't have only journalists who work there. There are a lot of other people who... Like you see here, cameramen, yeah, engineers, engineers yeah. all that. So we need to protect everybody True. who works in the media house. So we realize that we must put this effort together, including also for the print, the print houses. Yeah. So we, we, we're working together as one. What, what do you want to specifically see from the parties now? I, I know today one of the key points you made was they need to go beyond the rhetoric. Right? They are there, you're listening to you right now. What, what do you specifically want as we approach these political seizing? Um, I think the, the, the initial um, 
visits and uh, which we, we found was, was, was okay. It shows that there's a will. But um, looking at what is happening, we are now looking at the internal processes. You know, and uh, it's interesting to know that, uh, well, we, we have just informed uh, the NDC that we have gone ahead and done exactly as the law expects uh, CTTV to do. They have done a police report, and we are, now we're looking at the police to let the law do its work, whether it's a party or not. Uh, a journalist has been uh, assaulted. But we also would want that with the internal processes. I think a lot of it is um, this may act as a form of education, but it should be structured and should be part of what they, they, they send through all the constituencies, etc. This is just the beginning. We're doing, it was just a constituency. It's one. Hmm. You know, we, 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 we must cut it now. And you know why because the internal party discipline on this matter, which must be swift and uncompromising, is important? Because when the thugs and the highlings and the rank and file know that the top will not tolerate this, and you possibly yeah. run the risk of losing your membership and being expelled, before they lift a finger, they will think twice. Yeah. For some people, that is their life. Exactly. That's where they live. That's what they live for. So it's important that the parties step up and do the education and ensure that the internal structures also are punitive enough if within the structures. However, if it falls out of uh, the internal structure, we will deal with it as much as we can. Yeah. Sure. And uh, like, like, like I'm sure it is very obvious, the media is the, 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 the body that translates all the visions they have, the promises, uh, the future they promise to give Ghanaians. We will translate it to the people. Mm. So you, can, you, you have to work with us. We have to work together. Yeah. Without us, they are nothing, actually, because their campaigns will not go anywhere. I mean, they, they need us like they need oxygen. Uh, and, 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 and to that question, I just have a, a couple of minutes to wrap up. So, Mustafa, I want a commitment. What is your party committing to do to ensure that if you identify yourself as NDC, regardless of where you are, you dare not lift a finger on a journalist? Uh, before I go there, let me state that the and I have, I have a minute for you, and I have a minute for yeah. Richard. So the, the, the UTV Hulums are beneficiaries of a weaponized state institution right from the police to the judiciary. Clearly, uh, the way and manner the matter has been handled is not satisfactory, both from the side of the media and all of us. Now, our commitment as a party is that it doesn't matter what form or shape it takes. We'll get to the root of this matter. Individuals must take responsibility for misconduct. If they are caught to have broken a law, we will hand them over to the police. That one, nobody will shield and nobody will promote such a culture. We also believe that in as much as we are condemning actions of political operatives or uh, agents against journalists, journalists should be interested in what happens to citizens with regards to actions of state institutions. For example, what are you doing about Ahmed Suarez's murder? What are you guys doing about the incident in the Chiman South where police officials shot and killed people? What are you doing about Ayawasuwe's wagon? The issue is still pending. What are you doing about Okaikwinov where somebody was shot by the police there and killed? Mm. Clearly, these are actions that happen within the government, yeah. sanctioned within government machineries. And the media is doing nothing about it. And the beauty, want to see, and the beauty of the media, 
And the beautiful media is that we're giving you the platform right now to express that grievance. That's the beauty yeah, so we, we of what we do. Let, let me let me let me give that let me give that last one minute to Richard. Let me give that Richard. Yeah, what's your commitment? Well, Evans, uh, Mustafa has learned to walk before he runs. He's uh, he's just here telling us they don't even know who the people are that assaulted uh, Akosia Ochre. Akosia Ochre is a real human being who has been assaulted. And was assaulted at their event. How is he telling us he doesn't know that the individuals are NDZ or not? But then sitting here trying to say that UTV uh, punishment is not satisfactory. They have been submitted to the law. The law has dealt with them. Whether you agree with the sanction or not, they have been dealt with. And I think that, was it um, uh, Mills, uh, one of your Simple colleagues, Mills, uh, yes. You know, yes, yes, who says that they are now convicts. That process has been exacted. It's part of our laws. They've been punished. Yours, you can't even identify them. You are trying to equivocate about whether they are NDZ or they are not NDC. That, for me, you need to address that. You see, Evans, my commitment, and I wish that we had enough time today to look at the express provisions of Article 162 and the constraint that the Constitution put on the same provision at Article 164, so that we can have a thorough conversation about, yes, there must be absolutely no room for any media oppression, but then there must also be space for us to have constructive conversation about how is it that the media play within the bounds and the limits that is placed on it by the same constitution. That is how we can have a conversation, because really, Evans, are you see a media with a tendency to oscillate uh, you know, between the bounds of information and persuasion. And I increasingly am seeing a media that is becoming more persuasive as opposed to be informational. That is something you have to look at. And when then when you have that situation, you're looking at the media agenda dominating the public agenda. That is a difficult situation and we have to look at it carefully. But that is not a prescription to say that the media be, uh, be handled in a rough manner is one that we have to have a constructive yeah. conversation to determine to what extent can we coexist and make sure our democracy survives and deepens. So thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, Mr. Yeboa, who's the Deputy General Secretary of the GJ, apologies. This is run out of time on this. My uh, producers are screaming in my ear that I have to go. But I'm grateful, uh, gentlemen, for joining me. Uh, but there's really nothing wrong for the media to set the agenda. That's what we do. Uh, it's, it's as simple as that. We set the agenda. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. Said new voice, I hear different. And when you saw your call, <laughs> uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one, Black Rock whiskey. Honey whiskey. Shale, honey, dear frau. Black Rock whiskey is strong. Now she tastes me as smooth, and it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. Mm. 
Farmer. <laughs> Barman, bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey, blended with natural honey flavor. Hey, what's up? Barman. Hey, what the hell is it? It's a big thing. It's a big thing. Black Rock Whiskey. Tabby, the feel is smooth. National. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big! Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S That is so true, my daughter. But it's father, it is That's not true. But why? Hey! Syntex was the first to introduce double-layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest 